Okay, okay, looks. Well, good evening and welcome to our service this evening. Um, if uh, you've been following along with us, you'll know that we've been doing the um, various doctrines. The first one that we did was the uh, doctrine of the Bible. Uh, then we did the um, doctrine of God. And uh, this week now we're starting on the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'd like to open our Bibles, if you can, to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. I'm getting me now. Isaiah chapter 9. And we'll be reading verse 6 and 7. I beg you, yep, that's it. Uh, nearly there. I missed out there. I was on chapter, uh, chapter 6. Right, chapter 9. We're reading verses 6 and 7. So it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I'd like to turn to a couple of other verses while John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, a verse that just about everybody knows. John chapter 1, and we'll be reading verse, verses 1. And then we'll be reading verse 14. Uh, The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 14, the Bible says, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Say this straight off. There is but one Saviour, and only one, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other Saviour. And He is qualified to save mankind and to redeem him from the slavery of sin. When a famous person comes to visit a particular place and give a speech or preach a message, he will be introduced by someone who will give a list of his qualifications and what he's achieved and where he's been and what he's done. But what about the Lord Jesus Christ? How do we introduce him? Obviously we will be from the word of God, the Bible. And for us it's the King James Version of the Bible. But for me to tell of all his qualifications and achievements would be impossible. I just wouldn't live that long for starters. If I were to tell you just his names and his titles. And the Bible uses, the Bible uses to refer uh, 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 to the Lord Jesus Christ. There's 119 of them. And then explain them. It just wouldn't be possible. We don't have the time. Completely books have been written. Thousands and thousands and thousands of books have been written about the Lord Jesus Christ. Besides the Bible. But of course we know that the most important one is the Word of God. But I want to just mention a few of those names. Firstly, is in Revelation 1.8. I want to turn there. There's a lot of verses we're going to be going through, so if you have a Bible handy, it would be good. In Revelation 1 8, 
it says here, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. So that's one of the um, um, names or titles referred, uh, that refer to the Lord Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6, he is um, mentioned as the Beloved. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. To the praise and glory, the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. So, um, as another name is for him is Christ. In chapter uh, Matthew chapter 16 and 16. And Ephesians 2.20. Ephesians 2.20. He's referred to as the cornerstone and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. He's also in Romans chapter 11 verse 26. Romans chapter 11 verse 26. There's a lot of verses we have to go through. So, Romans chapter 11 verse 26. 26. And so uh, all Israel shall be saved. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer. So he's called the uh, Deliverer as well. He's called, um, in the, uh, the verse that we read earlier, in uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, he is called Everlasting Father. He's called the Everlasting Father. He's also called, in Matthew one twenty three. he's called Emmanuel, which means God with us. He is also, in Revelation one seventeen. he is called the First and the last in Revelation one seventeen, And he's also called God in John 1, one. He's also called Hope in 1 Timothy 1, one. He's called I Am in John 8.58. He's called Jesus Christ in Matthew 1.18. He's also called King of Kings in Revelation 19.16. So we'd have to take an eternity to preach on all his adorable person and incomprehensible achievements, his grace and mercy and the redemption of mankind, the incomparable Jesus Christ, the only, the one whom, whom it is said in John 1.1 1, 1 and 1.14, or we just read, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God and the Word was God. He who is from everlasting to everlasting, born of, born of a woman, lived among us, died on a cross for our sins. He rose again from the dead. Truly there is one, no one like the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember a while ago, and I don't know if you may have seen this. Um, I'm sure m- m- a lot of people must have heard about this, but there was a story of a child who was supposed to have lived another life before this one. I don't know if you remember that story. And, and they... Um, he was supposed to have lived another life before this one, and uh, they hypnotized him, and um, he was supposed to be able to go back and regress to his former life or lives. It was quite a famous story. Of course, it's not true, because the Bible says that it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this the judgment. So, oh well, yeah, that's what he basically was saying. But 
I mean, they, it was had nothing to do with uh, um, uh, Christianity or anything. It was just this child was supposed to have had these things, but of course it was just totally uh, untrue. The Bible teaches that Jesus Christ is both God and man. Now this fact is indisputable to true Bible believers. So Jesus existed before he came into this world. Jesus Christ is Jehovah. He is called the Lord of hosts. Isaiah 6.5 says, Woe is, is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. That was Jehovah Sabaoth. Remember we looked at that last week, uh, last week Jehovah Sabaoth. And also in, um, uh, in Jeremiah 23, 3-6, he's called the Lord our righteousness. That's Jehovah Sid Kenyu. Thing is, when did um, uh, we look at John chapter twelve, verse forty-one? John chapter twelve, verse forty-one. John twelve forty-one. John chapter twelve, uh, 12 verse forty-one says. Let's go back to verse thirty-eight. It says and. That the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because that Isaiah said again, He hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, and understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. These things Isaiah said Isaiah when he saw his glory and spake of him. So when did Isaiah see Jesus? He saw him when, uh, when he was high and lifted up, and um, uh, in, in that place there, where it says, um, "I've seen the King, the Lord of Hosts, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ." Um, Isaiah forty-one four. Just if we want to turn to Isaiah. There are a few verses in here I'd like to look at. Isaiah forty. Isaiah 41.4 Who hath wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning, I, the Lord, Jehovah, the first and with the last, I am He. Isaiah 44.6 says, Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel and His Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. And in uh, Isaiah 48.12, Isaiah 48.12 says, Hearken unto me, O Jacob, and Israel, my called, I am he. I am the first and I am also the last. In these verses, Jehovah calls himself the first and the last. The first and the last are not only titles of deity, but they are explanatory of the name Jehovah. Jehovah is the self-existent one. And these titles are ascribed to the Lord Jesus Christ. In Revelation 1.8 um, and one seventeen and 18 and Revelation 22.13, they all say that in, in Revelation 22.13 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So Jesus Christ... I want to look first at here at his um, pre-existent uh, pre-existence, and it's proved 
by the Old Testament. In Micah 5.2, the Bible says, But thou, Bethlehem Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me that is ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. So remember those verses that we read? About the, um, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince, the Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. So in the Old Testament, it proves that Jesus is the pre-existent God. And it's proved by the New Testament as well. The verses that we read earlier, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And And of course it said, and the Word became flesh. So we know that the Lord Jesus Christ existed before he came into, into this world. So he was a pre-existent. And also in John 8.58, the Bible says, Before Abraham was, I am. And we know that's um, when Moses met with God and God and Abraham, Moses said, um, Who shall I say sent me? And God said, I am. Tell him I am has sent me. I am that I am. I am has sent me. And Jesus claimed the name I am. And when he mentioned that, they wanted to stone him. And that was quite a con- confrontation that he had with the um, Jews in John chapter 8 um, with the Pharisees. And what a confrontation. And after hearing what he said to them, they must have hated him. <laughs> hated him for that. And um, But he is God. And um, it's proved also by his works. Those that are ascribed to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, the works that require pre-existence, and what works are they? Creation. In Colossians 1.16 it says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. <coughs> he was also proved by the appearance <coughs> excuse me, of the angel of Jehovah. <coughs> in Exodus 3.2 and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. In Judges thir- chapter 13, <coughs> I think most of, quite a few of us are quite familiar with Judges chapter 13, where uh, um, the angel of the Lord appeared to um, Manoah, Manoah's wife. And um, she went and told... Uh, and the angel told her that she was going to have a son and that uh, he would have to, she would have to do certain things uh, and not allowed to do this and not allowed to do that. Um, and then uh, she said, if he comes again, then tell me. And so he did appear again to uh, Manoah's wife. Um, and of course, we know that uh, Manoah, when he met up with uh, this an- the angel, <coughs> And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name, that we may say that thy sayings may come to pass, that we may do thee honor? And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Why askest thou after my name, seeing it is secret? That word secret is um, wonderful. And it's quite interesting that because in our first uh, uh, text that we had, it says here, For unto us a child is born, and as a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. What an interesting thing. 
that Jesus was the one who appeared to Manoah and to uh, um, uh, reveal the, to them that they were going to have a child after she had been barren. Quite an quite incredible thing. So um, it's also proved by his names. His names are Logos, which means word. His name is also Son of God and also Jehovah. I was listening to something this last week about um, a man who went to witness to a Muslim and the Muslim said, um, there's no place in the Bible where Jesus says, I am the Son of God. Well, I, I thought, well, let's have a look and see. So uh, I'd like to show you here. That's what they'll say. They'll say that Jesus never claimed to be the Son of God, which is untrue. So let's have a look here. John chapter 9. John chapter 9 is um, uh, the, uh, the story of the blind man who was uh, blind from birth and that the Lord Jesus Christ um, healed him. But uh, it's interesting here, if we go down... Um, and the weather was saying that he was well, I'm just getting there I'll be there in a second and to close to the end when he had uh, finished um, and, and he had been vilified by the the blind man had been vilified by the Pharisees and kicked out of the synagogue and Jesus met him and um Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. So that's quite, quite something. Did you, did you know that we're um, the blind man? Asked Jesus when Jesus said, um, "Do you believe on the Son of God?" And um, he says, "Who is he, Lord, that I can believe on him?" He says, "You've both seen him, and it's him that's talking with you." So this, the Muslims say that they um, that Jesus never claimed to be the Son of God. <laughs> it's right here because they don't they don't read it. That's that's the that's the thing. <coughs> Okay, ducks. Um, he's also called Jehovah. Um, let's have a look at, uh, secondly, the Jesus, is Jesus Christ's uh, incarnation. The meaning of incarnation is flesh, the act of clothing with flesh, the act of assuming flesh or taking a human body. Um, how was this accomplished? It was accomplished by the virgin birth. It was predicted in Isaiah 7.14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold... A virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So that's a very interesting thing, isn't it? So um, people have said, oh, why isn't his name Emmanuel? Well, it is. It's God with us. <laughs> so, um, it's proved by um, the feminine uh, relative pronoun used in Matthew 1.16, which declares that the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ was of Mary alone. And Mary only, and not Joseph. And the Bible says, And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. And the Christ is, means Messiah, the Anointed One. The reasons why uh, did Jesus become flesh? 
Well, it was to reveal God to men. In John 1.18, it says, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. It was to provide an example for living. In 1 Peter 2.21, For even here unto you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. It was also to provide a perfect sacrifice for sin. In Hebrews 10, one, if you want to read this, look, uh, write it down, Hebrews 10, 1, uh, 1 through 13. Uh, it would be good to read that. But in verse 12 it says, But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. It was also to destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3, 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. He was to be a merciful high priest. In Hebrews 5, 1 and 2, it talks about having compassion. And uh, to fulfill the Davidic covenant. In Luke 1, 31 through 33, Jesus would be given David's throne. Jesus would rule over the house of Jacob forever. That's the promise made to David. And um, he, he will rule. There's one day when the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. He will rule. Um, for a thousand years and then uh, it will go into eternity but he will rule in Jerusalem and he will rule over Israel his people um, another one is the reason he came is to be highly exalted in uh, Philippians 2.9 it says wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name there is no other name above the Lord Jesus Christ his name is above every name. And also he came to seek and to save the lost. In Luke 19, verse 10, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. The person of the incarnate Lord Jesus Christ included undiminished deity, perfect humanity, and uh, united in one person forever. Okay, I think we'll stop there and then because there is quite a bit um, to do. And I think it's. Uh, if you want me to carry on and do one more, do you want to do uh, the humanity? Or should we leave that until next week? Um, and, uh, well, it's a short part. Let's, let's just do that. It's not long. Um, his humanity, he had a human body, he was born of a woman. In Galatians 4.4, 4, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. He was subject to growth. In Luke 5.52, uh, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. He was also seen and handled by men. In 1 John 1.1, 1, 1, it says, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled of the word of life. Jesus is also sinless. In Hebrews 4.15, but it was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. He had a human soul and spirit. In Matthew 26.38, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. And Luke 23.46 says, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. He was also subject to uh, human limitations. In, he, in Matthew 4.2, he hungered. Said he hungered. Um, he got thirsty. 
in John 19, 28. When he was on the cross, he said, I thirst. He grew tired in John 4, 6. He wept in John eleven thirty five. He was tempted, he was tested as we are. He had human names, Son of Man in Luke 19.10, Jesus in Matthew 1.21, Son of David in Mark 10.47, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I think it would go that far. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness to us. Pray that Lord, um, you'd help us to understand what a great uh, Savior that we have, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you so much for him. Thank you, Lord, that he took his, our, our sins in his own body on the tree. Father, I pray that if there's anyone listening tonight, that they might turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, trust in him and believe in him and accept him as the Savior. Lord, I thank you for the time now. Pray that you keep us safe and watch us as we go home. In Jesus' name, amen.